Welcome, gentlemen, around the world to the Gentleman's Lounge. I'm Peyton. I'm 6'9". And I'm JJ. And we are GHB. Remember, a gentleman has character, intelligence, strength, and style. Woo! Before we get started, I'm going to ask 6'9 to go ahead and pour me up a glass of that fine uh, whiskey. We got that. What we sipping on today, by the way? Man, we just, you know, saying some little crown, man. This is some normal stuff, you know, the... Take it back a little, little throwback, little old school, man. Okay. Take, take it to the streets. You, you know what I really want? I really want, uh, if, if any guys who got any kind of whiskey companies, tequila, whatever, man. You know, I'm not a heavy drinker, man, but we'd love to get some some local brands or some brands yeah. that's not really known to, to feature you know on the show. You yeah, know what I mean? Something we can have and, and, and check those out for you. I'm what's known as a connoisseur. You mm. know what I'm saying? I like to uh, try several different uh, exotic tastes. The flavor. If my man 6ix9ine don't drink it all up, you go ahead and pull me a little something, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bro. I still got some wine on this episode just as so they don't last. So you're going to be like, why your wine got the same exact amount as last episode? <laughs> but uh, uh, we're going to go ahead and get started today with our gentleman motivation. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's our first segment every time. And our gentleman motivation is uh, we find a person who's not well known and we shout them out as a way to motivate viewers and ourselves. So the first, I mean, uh, the person that we choose for gentleman's motivation is one of our friends went to college. Uh, you check him out on Facebook, you'll see Joseph Griffin. But I know him as Joe. Me and all his friends, six nine dollars. You know, say I'm in behind the camera, money. Yeah, we all know him as Joe. And uh, you know, Joe's doing some pretty big things in his community right now. Joe lives in San Francisco. Um, you know, um, I think it's remarkable what he's doing. Uh, is he has a? I actually did an interview with him. A phone interview and he uh to give him a chance really to go in depth of what he's doing because um it's more than just me saying something you know i wanted him to let everybody understand why does he really doing what he's doing so mm-hmm. six nine has a clip he's getting ready to play that for us and yes, uh sir. six nine all right let's drop that dj okay here we go sorry that's a little technical difficulties but here we go let's get it back in there yeah right. player here we go so you started like five, six years ago collecting clothes and stuff for people? Yeah, first the first time we did three of them so far. Well, this is going to be the third one. Um, the first time we did it, we just collected like a box full of clothes. And and we had like, uh, no, we didn't have a box full of clothes. We had supplies and, and like food. Food and sandwiches and stuff. And water and yeah, stuff like that. Hand sanitizers. We had uh, hygiene stuff, stuff like that. And we had boxes the first time, and it was about five or ten of us. Then the second time, we filled up a truck. Uh, and the first time we went to San Francisco, the second time we went to Oakland, and the second time we filled up a truck, and we had clothes. Uh, we was giving away money, food, supplies again. Um, this third time, my goal is to fill a U-Haul. Um, so far, I filled up the storage facility, and like I got clothes. Shoes, socks, hats, uh, covers, jackets. I got all types of stuff, and I'm going to get hygiene products. Um, we're having a thing where I have a barber that is going to cut hair for free. And I'm going to find about two or three people that I'm going to sponsor, and I'm going to get the barber to cut their hair. We're going to get a uh, motel where they can go take a shower and get cleaned up, have some fresh outfits for them, get the barber to cut their hair real nice. Um, and then we're also doing a food give back, too. We're going give, to uh, give away food. But we got a whole bunch of homeless encampments out here in the Bay Area, like in right. every city. There's a bunch of encampments. And I got a, uh, my slogan with this one, like I, I had slogans with all of them. The second one, I coined the term go-giver. Because I say, uh, we've been bred to become go-getters our whole life. It's time to change our thought process and become go-givers. And okay. this third one, I want to huh? I said, okay, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. and this third one, I want to show, like, more of our kids and stuff giving back and just bringing more awareness to basically homeless people and these campus that's around us. And we walk past these people like they don't even exist. It's crazy. My slogan is going to be, how dare you? How dare and you? And it's going to be asking people, like, how dare you? Yeah, how dare you walk past these human beings like they're not human beings? The same way black people get treated every day, like we're not human beings. Right. It's like there's there's a group of people in the world that could easily be you, one circumstance away, probably. Yep. Mm-hmm. How dare you walk past them? You 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 have the the most blessings in life, a totally abundant life. You have all the money in the world, all the everything in the world, and you walk past this person, and you wouldn't even give them a dollar. You wouldn't even give them a hi. How are you doing? Are you okay? 
you know, you wouldn't even think about him. He's nothing to you. So how dare you? And then it's going to change throughout the, the storyline from how dare you to I dare you. Mm. So, so at first I'm asking you, how dare you not see these people? How dare you this? How dare you that? And then it's going to be I dare you. The next time you walk outside, look at that man. Say a prayer for him. Think right. about him for a second. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah, that, that's, that's the next. That's, hey, that's. That's the next move. So you just were seeing the homeless people one day and was like, you know what, I, maybe I should try to help them. I remember the first time you did it. Yeah, I've, I've always been conscious of homeless people, though. Like, even before I was doing, like, the giveaways, I've always given away money and stuff like that. Like, if I see people, I want to help them. Right. It's weird. I, I don't understand people who don't feel like that. kind of weird to me. Like, you see people that's down and out, and you know these are human beings, but like you just you really won't help them. Like, this dollar really means nothing to me. I buy a bag of chips, I buy candy, I buy whatever I want with it. This can make this man a day. I don't know. I see a world different than a lot of people. Well, <clears throat> Joe said a mouthful. Yes, he did. Yes, uh, he did. His words were powerful. He kind of remind me of one of the pastors when you get that the altar call. <laughs> like, I know you out there. You, you live it bad. And they start playing that music and you start feeling bad. He walk up to that altar. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I think it's important what he's doing, you know, and he, he said some things that made a lot of sense. And, um, you know, I'm just, I'm happy that, that he's doing what he's doing. And, you know, there should be more people out here like Joe really focusing on improving the lives of others. So. Right, right. Yeah. It makes you, makes you proud to know someone like that to, to sit and know somebody. Friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so he's doing, you're doing good, bro. We proud of you, bro. So keep it up, dude. Keep yeah, it up. Keep it up. That's, that's the definition of being a change that you want to see. Yep. Right? You know, instead of just saying, Hey man, we should have less homeless people. Or, hey man, we should have more opportunities. He's out there creating them. You know what I'm saying? And he's bringing the youth into the fold, creating that mindset into the right. future. So, mm-hmm. And I know Joe too, you know, um, and I'm proud of him. You know what I'm saying? I'm proud of him, man. That's what's up, you know? Yeah. You go ahead and get a uh, a fire. That's what's up from the Gentleman's Handbook podcast. We man. see you. Yes, sir. I see you, baby. Are we you see here? Player. It's like, it feel like one of the moments where you want to put your hands to the prison glass and you have that connection. <laughs> you know, all you know, seriousness, man. Joe, I see what you're doing, man. man. I'm proud of you, man. Yes, sir. You know, I, I knew Joe when he was younger. And y'all, y'all older than me, but right. You just but see just people, a younger Joe yeah. growth. Yeah. You know that growth. You see that growth. You know what I'm saying? The multi Like boys traits. to men for real. You yeah. Know? So. Yeah. But we're going to go ahead and move on to our next segment. And that's the gentleman tip of the day. Yes, and sir. I think it kind of ties in with what Joe was talking about. And the gentleman tip of the day is never say can't. Right. Right. You know, never say can't. You know, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, can't is a negative word that people say, oh, I can't do it because this, I can't, I can't, can't, I can't, I can't. Before you say can't, think about the ways you can. You know, I used to have clients say, well, I can't, I can't, I can't. I said, well, you didn't tell me every way you can't. Now tell me something you can do. Hmm. I don't think everybody knows what you do for a living. Oh, yeah, I'm a mental health uh, professional. Uh, uh, I counsel others. So am I. But it's like uh, I try to motivate people whose lives have been, you know, a utter wreck and try to show them that just because your life started off in one path doesn't mean it has to end that way. Mm-hmm. And your mindset makes up a huge part of who you are and what you do. You know, it's like a simple test I give. It's like, uh, go out for a week and tell me how many red cars you see. And then they say, hey, I didn't know they had that many red cars out. Right. I say, okay, now tell me how many red Camaros you see. And say, you know, I never focused on that. I say, exactly. What you focus on is what you see. If you focus on negativity, then you'll see negativity. Mm. But if you focus on can't, then you'll say I can't. But if you focus on can, then you always be able to can. Mm. Right. Yes, sir. That's some powerful words. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think uh, I agree with Peyton. And um, I also think that, uh, well, also what I do too, I'll kind of touch on, well, in the direction he went uh, with my clients because that is a lot of, um, that's me doing my part, you know, helping people believe that they can when they think that they can't or really, you know, helping them really have confidence in themselves. And, um, you know, really, you know what I like to do? I like to give people small tasks, like something really tiny, like hey, say go check out, you know, how many red cars or whatever like that, you know. Uh, maybe, okay, this this week, I need you to write down like five small tasks. I need you to wash the dishes twice this week. I need you to wash clothes this week. You know, I need you to do this, you know, vacuum. And then you have a checklist that you check off. Mm-hmm. You know, having a checklist in our mind is not really as powerful as having a visual checklist on paper. 
know what I'm saying? Because if you put it on paper and you're able to see how much you really accomplished as opposed to say, okay, well, what did I do this week? Hmm. You'll forget. Right. But if you put those things on paper and you end up, you know, accomplishing 10 small tasks, you know, you're like, okay, well, I did more than I thought I could do. I didn't think I did this much throughout the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you know what? Next week, let me go add three or four more, five more tasks on that. So Mm -hmm. now I'm not just washing dishes. I'm not just folding clothes. I'm not just vacuuming. I'm also buying groceries. You know what I'm saying? I'm also, yeah, I'm also cutting grass. I'm also talking to my mom weekly. You add small things and I talk to my mom for 30 minutes. So, you know, when you, when you're able, when you put yourself in a position to really just accomplish smaller tasks, the smaller tasks, the small tasks you accomplish will start to seem like nothing and you'll feel like you're not doing enough and put bigger tasks on yourself. Mm-hmm, yeah. So, yeah. And see that, uh, that, that saying, it, it runs deep for me because uh, my dad used to always say that to us, uh, no, don't say you can't, you know, because whenever growing up as a kid, when somebody tells you to do something or expect you to do something, what's the first thing you, I can't, I can't, I can't. Yeah. As a kid, you know, saying that my dad would say, can't is just an excuse for I don't want to. Right. You know, he used to always say that. Yeah, that makes know? sense. Right. You say, never say I can't. Can't is just, a, you know, for excuse for I don't want to. So he said, have you, have you tried? You know, have you at least tried? Right. So, you know, but, but with, with him saying that and, and me, my brother, and my sister, were well, not necessarily my sister too much because she was always just <laughs> in everything. Mm-hmm. She, she never, never had an excuse for anything. But, you know, I know I, I said a lot growing up. You know, so with him putting that into me nowadays, I feel like, you know, like with, with my photography and my right. media and stuff, you know, it's like I see something and I see them like, dang, I got I want to learn how to do it. So I get on the computer. I'm trying to figure it out. Like I, I you don't really just go research stuff. Right. And you I don't learn. think he I taught himself a lot. YouTube I don't think University. I don't think like yep. I, don't, I don't have that mindset. I know, you know, for a while I had it growing up as a kid. Mm. But as I got older, you know, I, I realized, you know, I, let me at least try. Yeah. You know, because if you try and you fail, you can't say you never, never gave it a shot. Right. Nothing wrong with failing. There's only right. something wrong right. with not trying. Failure, right. Exactly. Failure is a part of growth. Right. And part of progress. You'll yep. never. But it was it's somebody who said it. There's this. Uh, he said progress. Uh, I can't. I can't remember the quote verbatim, but it's something about failure without progress. Is uh, progress is is something without failure. Well, you can't remember to get progress. I guess it was something maybe if you've never failed and you you never accomplished anything. It's something like that struggle uh, is 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 something whatever it is. But just moving on, I uh, I remember that. So you know, I have to learn that failure is a part of progress. Mm. You know, and that's with anything in life. You know, you know anything life would keep bringing it back to me. I failed a bunch of times with school, but I finally got to where I needed to be and walked across that stage. You know, so yeah, you got to never say you can't. You could you never know if you don't try. You never right. know. Mm-hmm. So. Yes, well, sir. we're moving on uh, to the next segment. Ask the gents. Yeah. And in ask the gents in this segment, we choose three submissions. Right. And we give advice to viewers who ask. And we can start with uh, my guy. Kendall <laughs> from D.C. And I'm a read Kendall. <laughs> I just got a new job and I'm loving it. Okay, Kendall, I see you, baby. Do it big. I get paid the most I've ever been paid and I can see myself retiring from this job. I met a woman who works at my job and we've been hitting it off. Uh-oh. Mm. I don't know if it's the coronavirus talking, but I really want to date it. <laughs> Hold on, bro. <laughs> the, up. the quarantine blues. Uh, we've been flirting a bit, but I haven't shot my shot yet. People always say that workplace romance is a bad thing. I think she is different, though. What should I do? Hmm. Shoot your shot, Black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I'm gonna tell you what I would do, Kendall. I would not do it. Um, for me, I know one thing about women. When women love you, they love you. But when they hate you, they hate you. And if you guys work in the same environment, it's gonna be real awkward and uncomfortable if things don't work out for y'all. You know, and um also, I don't like to have women involved in my finances like that. He got a raise last week. Everybody in the business know. <laughs> I mean, dude, just don't. I mean, I'm put it like this. If you're achieving new goals in your life, you're making more money. You feel like you can retire from this job. You know, you seem like a pretty good guy. You can find another woman. That's mm. somewhere else. There's mm. so many women in the world. You can find somebody else in that same flirtation that you have with her. Give it to them. Mm-hmm. I have something going on because, you know, you like her energy now. You used to being around her. And you wake up and, work, you know, getting ready to go to work. Like, man, I can't wait to see Ashley or whatever her name is today. I'm going to tell you something, player. Don't play yourself. 
Mm-hmm. You go find somebody in the gas station line paying for gas and you talk to her. Or somebody at Walmart buying some groceries, you talk to them. Don't talk to them when you work with. You never do that. It can cause all kind of controversy in the workplace, Man, you know. What? And I mean, not saying that she is, but you dating her. Other women can be chatty and catty. It's just so many different things you have to worry about, you know. So instead of putting yourself in a position, even though you think she might be different, Look, people thought Chuck uh, Converse was uh, the tennis shoes. The Chucks was different. They played basketball in them and they broke the ankles in them. So no, mm. sir. Listen, go somewhere else and find a woman. Right. Okay. I can. Uh, I you talking about dating somebody you work with? I have that experience of <gasps> dating someone I worked with. We were we were together before we started working. Working <laughs> together though, we were together before we started working together. But at the same time, there still was some, you know, what I'm saying some some little. You know, rough patches in that that situation where, huh? Yep, because we were in the same vicinity, and dude tried to talk to my girl, and uh, yeah, and he knew y'all together. Yeah, everybody knew we were together. Everybody oh. that we worked that worked there knew we were together. So he tried to talk to my girl, and that's that caused some you know little conflict or whatever. And at the same time, on the reverse side, your girl will get jealous if she sees you conversing with somebody else. Because you know, I had a girl that I worked with; she we worked in the same department. You right. know, and we were just cool. We had, you know, in common, we had band in common and stuff like that. So, you know, I like to talk about band, I like to talk about music. We were talking about some things and kind of find out we wrote, we know some of the same people. So with me and her talking a lot, she got jealous. So you had right. to, you got to pay attention to that too. Cause if you at work, she going to be all in your, in your business. All she going to have com- you know, complete access to you at all times. And y'all need to break. You're right. You, you going to see each other. And we, we saw each, we were with each other every day, all day. Uh, it was an hour difference between our shifts and our, job, our schedule. Huh? You get tired of that? Well, I mean, the only time I didn't see it was when I was actually working the floor. (laughs) And we had an hour difference from our shifts. So, but I mean, you got to, you know, you'll have, she'll have access to you at all times. Even when you're at home. Well, not going to say at home because y'all don't live together. But from my my, uh, experience, we live together. But, you know, you, you don't, you don't want, you wouldn't want that. Or either just just be cool with her, be friends with her. You don't, don't want to yeah. be in a, in a relationship because mm-hmm. you never know something something happen where she might get a job, another job somewhere else, and later on in life y'all might you know see each other and be like, yeah. let me see what might right. happen. You know, <laughs> so just take it. Don't, don't rush into that. You know, might be the coronavirus talking. <laughs> you know, <laughs> might, might be that Rona player. Rona, Rona player. Rona be wilding. What? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna do it like this, Kendall. I know the old folks used to say never. Get your honey where you make your money. That's what they used to say. <laughs> um, I would say I never dated anybody at work with, but I have uh, smashed somebody. Well, I keep it real. I did. The cheese was nice. But it was a one-time thing. I'm going to tell you right now, everybody had, in work was in my dang on business. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just a bad look, man. You just told me it's a job of your dreams, bro. You don't want to mess it up for that. You know, people can be vindictive, and you don't know what could happen. It might be the coronavirus talking, man. And you don't want to ruin something special over some cheeks. Because hmm. those are going to be the most expensive cheeks ever, my dude, <laughs> once you lose that job. Right. It's going to cost you all the salary you was making. You know, we do. It was a thing called Me Too and sexual harassment and, and y'all flirting and stuff like that and in a in position. And she could say, hey, I feel like, you know, I'm being harassed by him. And you're done. No right. questions asked. Exactly. Over with. Yeah, you're over with. They're not going to say, hey, uh, we want to know, do we need proof first? No, they're going to send you home, my dude. Mm-hmm. Her, that's over it. Word against you. And you don't want that. Mm-hmm. What I think you should do is you should just let it go, man. Don't even smash. You know, it's not worth it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Take it for somebody who knows. It, it didn't go fully go. bad for me, but, you know, I will tell you a story about who did go bad for that. Oh. A guy who I work with, and uh, him and a girl, I knew they was messing around. You know, everybody knew. But then after they fell apart, fell off a little bit, she accused him of sexual harassment. You mm. know what I mean? And he got fired. And he was mad and nobody would take his word from it because the company didn't want to get sued by her and everything like that. It's best to just get your honey somewhere else. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, player. Yes, sir. Mm-mm-mm. Well, all right. So uh, I'm going to go ahead on and read the next one. Um, this is Rob from Cali. Rob says, yo, what's up, fellas? I like the show and I struggle to find like-minded people. I live in the hood and nobody that I know really wants to better themselves. Are there any suggestions that you can give me to help me out? I really want to grow, but I don't know where to start. Hmm. Well, Rob, uh, I'll tell you this. Um, Some years ago, before I really got into reading books and before I got my master's degree and everything, um, you know, 
I wasn't really, most of my friends wasn't people that read books, uh, you know, educated themselves in their free time. You know, that just wasn't the kind of crowd I had around me. Um, you know, but one day um, I just started, I just went on YouTube. That's the first place I started to really, um, because it's hard. I know when it's hard to find people that have to get the intellectual stimulation from, it's going to be hard. So I just really started on YouTube, you know, just really just looked up things I wanted to know, looking up African history, because, you know, we don't learn those things in school, looking up African-American history, different things. And, uh, you know, I learned a lot. And uh, surprisingly enough, um, you know, I had started a new job and it was a group of guys They we weren't just alike, but we had similar interests. You know, it's just really about being able to just say small things and see who really catches that bait. You know, and if they don't bite onto the bait, then you kind of just let it go. You know, because you never really know what people look at, look people looking to in their spare time. You know, and and so that those people that I work with, it turned from like just the small conversations at work to our lunchtime. We would call Peyton because Peyton lived in North Louisiana at the time, and uh, we were all in New Orleans, and we would call Peyton on our our lunch break, and we have different questions because Peyton had been reading books for years. He's been into this, you know, really educating himself in his leisure for years. We call Peyton with questions we have, and we just talk about it. But it all started with me making small comments, and you know, you know, letting people catch the bait, and you know, and I'm sure there are people around you that's into what you're into. But maybe because you've known them already, you may have looked at them a certain way because of you already having different types of relationship with them. You know, so, I mean, you might have some people around you that you don't really know that really like the things that you want to, you know, or they might be working on some big projects or trying to move in a different direction. You just have to, you know, reach out to some people and kind of mm-hmm. say some things and see who, you know, who bites on it. Right, right. Like you said, uh, look, find people. Google mm-hmm. if whatever you're interested in. Google uh, some groups. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because people they'll have they may be having some little events or something. Mm-hmm. You know, to get out of the hood and away from those people who aren't trying to elevate. You need to get around like we spoke in the last episode. You need to get around people who need, and elevate yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, get around like like minded people. If you want to be rich, you got to be around rich people and, and 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 soak in that knowledge. You know, get get yourself out of that situation. You know, and and if uh you know depending on you know your your where where you want to be, you have to put yourself in that in like the the where you live. Right. You have to set like levels. Like okay, I got to do this first. Right. Then once I get that done, move to this. Right. Then once I get that done, move to this. You know, like if you in the hood, you gotta get get a job. Right. Get a job. Get get another get 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 somewhere else to live. Right. You know what I'm saying? Get somewhere else to live. Then you know what I'm saying. Find out more about the things that you want to do in 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 that area. And right. If you can, Prioritize. Right. If if you can, uh, whatever it is you want to do, if you can do that in that area, you right. know what I'm saying, and and, mm. and elevate and expand or whatever. You know, you got to get away from that. You got to get out of that bucket. Even though they got crabs in that bucket, you got to get out of it, bro. You got to get out of that environment and 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 get to where you can flourish. You know, because I know you got, you probably got some things going on because you seem like somebody who has a lot that you want to do. You have to get out of there. You know, it may be hard. You may be leaving some things behind, some people behind, but everybody can't go with you. That's Whatever very you, true. Everybody can't go with you, man. You know what I'm saying? If you, you got people that support you, they're going to support you no matter what. Yep. But you got to get out of there, you know? So, yeah, that's that's what advice I could tell you on that, man. You got you to move forward, bro. I would say the first place to start is in a book. I think that a book can take you many places that you can't physically go. You know, I learned that maybe back when I was like in eighth mm-hmm. grade, I was reading The Hobbit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, you know, you know, you ever read a book and then watch the movie? You're like, wow, the book was better than the movie. Like, I, yeah, I've had like, <laughs> And that's the thing. You know, I think the, one of the first books that really helped me to, to change my mindset was The Miseducation of the Negro, you know. And I, you living in the hood, I'm sure there's many negative influences and, uh, you know, talking about glorifying drugs and, and, and violence. Uh, violence and mm-hmm. laziness, you know. But that kind of opened my mind up to the possibility that I could be much more than I thought I could, much more than just a football player. I would say that you need to go places where people congregate who want knowledge, like libraries and universities. You know, you can go on a university campus and go on a library. They won't hassle you, you know, meet with different like-minded people. You have to put yourself in the places necessary for you to grow, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that you got the right start mentality, man. You just got to be you know, you can't quit on the first try. You can't go and say, oh, well, I can't find nobody. I guess right. it's meant for me to be in the hood because we are the authors of our own life. You Never know? say you can't. Yep. Never say can't. And it's like in, in Victor's poem, you know, 
I'm the captain of my fate. I'm the master of my soul. You know, and that's the truth. Mm-hmm. You are the, the captain you of your, fate. your own destiny. You know, do you want to be that bottle in the ocean or do you want to be that ship that you in control? Yes, sir. And I think that's where you should start at in a book, you know, mm-hmm. reading books. And that's a good book to start off with. Yeah, you know, Miss Education, Education of the Negro is a very good book. Think, think and Grow Rich, even a weird book, Alchemist. You know, it's not even a real book. It's, it's I mean, it's a real book, but, but yeah, you don't it's, say that. it's not nonfiction. And it, it just made me like, wow, you know, it's a book about a guy had a dream about treasure. And, you know, it said, if you go to Egypt, you're going to find treasure. And he went all the way to Egypt and whatnot. And it took him years and everything like that to do it. But, you know, he ended up finding his treasure at the end. You know, it was a good book, too. And I think that you start in the book first and then you go look for like-minded people as well. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that'll work for you. Yeah, go to Egypt, man. Find that treasure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now we got my, my man Thomas from Virginia. Yes, sir. Uh, where do I start? I have a major female problem. My girl has a very bad temper. Every time she gets mad, she will either break something or throw something. Hmm. Man, I feel trapped. I don't know what to do. I love her and we share a child together, but I don't know how much more I can take. If I don't leave, I might just retaliate against her. What do I do? Hmm. Well, I'm going to start off and just tell you straight up leave, bro. Uh, yeah. I was in a situation at one time with a woman back when I was um, in my early 20s, man. And she had a very a very bad temper. She came from a very abusive home uh she wasn't abused but she watched her mother be abused by a father who was then shot and killed by the police because he ended up killing his uh wife uh mm. what you don't understand is that you're in danger you might be a man you might feel like you physically can handle it but you're in danger yeah and you're in an abusive relationship don't get it twisted don't think just because you're a man you can't be abused Many times you hear people say, oh, well, you need to be deal with it. Or oh, what did you do? And all they, they, you know, they do a lot of victim blame when it comes to men. And they make, they make it seem like you should have the utmost restraint. And a woman should just be emotionally wild and be able to hit and beat on you. But You're listen, a person. Man, you're in a bad situation. You need to get out, man. If you got, you know, any support, maybe your mother, father, brother, sister, somebody you can go and stay with for a while until you get on your feet, you know, and maybe try to fight for custody of the child. You must, because... I'm going to be honest with you. A woman like that, she's vindictive and she's going to try to destroy you in every way possible. But you have to maintain and you have to be strong because mm-hmm. it's going to be a tough battle. You know, the court systems are not in the favor of men when it comes to children. You know, you have At to stay all. strong. Mm-hmm. You know, if you got any evidence that, you know, she's been abusing you or throwing stuff, man, make sure you document it. Because believe it or not, man, you know, you in an abusive relationship and I feel for you. You know, you need to you need to move up out of that situation. It's not healthy. It's not positive, and it's something that's going to end up bringing you down. And you say you ready to retaliate, man? If you turn around and kill her, or anything can happen. You never know. Then what? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah. man. It's, it's what, what I know that Florida. I don't know if this applies to this, but that stand your ground law. Does that even apply to this? Like, can is there such thing as self defense when it comes to women? <laughs> you got to realize a woman. <laughs> like, is it, 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 like, it's a hard thing to prove that you felt the fear of your life that, with a woman. They, I guess Unless that's how they say That's the society. They feel like a woman doesn't pose a danger to exactly, a grown man. But that's, but that's society. Not, that's, that's that's crazy, man. I mean, just just like their, their life. You know what I'm saying? They, you you know they worry about them leaving being protected yeah. sometimes men need to be protected because yeah. what 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 are we going to do if she you know what I'm saying comes at us with a knife or try to attack us in some type of restrain way to harm her. her we have to just what's this like hug nah, you I'm restraining her with my knuckle to her chin hey let me just say they 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 <laughs> I don't believe in abusing women no, I have never there's hit a woman no, there's no protection <laughs> when it comes to that like if a woman and they just they know that they know what they're doing that's the thing they know what they're doing because they want to uh they want to provoke that didn't you have a um a clip or something yeah that's, that's you, later that's you want to play okay but they, yeah, they, so, they know they limitations yeah. it's like children they test their boundaries and they yeah, know how far they, they, they can go push them buttons and what's sad is if 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 my, my my man Thomas was Chris Brown, she wouldn't play with him at mm. all. If he was Ike Turner, she wouldn't play because they know Ike Turner and Chris Brown, they gonna punish you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. If Chris yeah, Brown still beating women, but hey, you know you yeah, got a pass, man, Chief. Just at, at the same time, yeah, <laughs> don't sue us. You got a pass. We ain't, it, we ain't messing over your name. I'm yeah, just saying, just, I know women yeah. wouldn't play with you. Yeah, so um, you know, it gets to a certain point that you know you have to, you know, you won't retaliate. You got to do something. You know, you can't just sit there and be abused. You know, sir. So. Let me tell you something. Women know me. The women that know me, they know. You get out of line. You try to get violent. I'm calling the police. <laughs> it's that simple. You're going to jail. I'm not doing it with you. 
I'm not doing this. If I don't have peace of mind, I have nothing. It doesn't matter how much success I have. If I'm in shape, if I'm eating good, none of that matters. You get violent, you going to jail. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. If you think you're getting bailed out, I'm going to write the longest, most in-depth, detailed police report I've wrote in my life. Mm. You're going to jail. I done did, look, I done called him two times before. I don't got a problem doing it again. People are like, you call, 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 call the women on the police on the women. <laughs> Man, a lot of women, you know, they can get real scrappy. Mm-hmm. They can get very scrappy. I was in a relationship one time. And let me tell you how I ended. She was out of control. She got mad at me because um, I was going out of town to work for the summer, right? And she wanted me to stay. So you know how women can be. You can try to talk trash and try to push your buttons. Mm-hmm. Well, I responded simply by doing nothing. This was my, this, this is how I responded. <laughs> she got angry Straight face And then she said I can't remember what she said She started talking trash to me And I was like Well you're a cancer to my life And then that's when she turned into Tasmanian devil mm-hmm. She told her own part She went crazy She hit me in the eye mm. I wanted to punch her so hard But I didn't mm. I did push her though I pushed her out of the room She went flying out of the room She didn't like running to nothing But she went out You know what I'm saying I shut the door Broke the door up The hinges all the stuff So I went outside I called the police As the police get there Right I'm telling them what happened. They don't want to listen to me or believe me. Mm. They about to put handcuffs on me. And I never, you know what I'm saying? She hit me in my eye. My eye is closed. I could like, you know what I'm saying? I could barely see. The, my, 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 my retina was damaged. I had to uh, wear eye patch for a while. Mm. Sad, huh? Mm. So once they got in the house to look at all of the damage that I told them that she caused, it looked more realistic of a Tasmanian devil woman. Mm. And they said, but we're just going to get this disturbing piece of uh, ticket. So wait, hold on. She could beat on me and... Nothing happens to her, but if I beat on her, I go to jail. Mm. Yeah, I remember you know what I'm that. Saying? And I told her, "You got to go, get your ass out." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was me and Peyton apartment. Remember, uh, you know, the lease is in our name, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm just supposed to work. Peyton, can I just stay here and try to find somewhere to pay?" Like, you know, you, you you violent. You gotta go. You gotta go. Mm-hmm. And she tried to cry and all that, and try to get back with me. But ma'am, guess what? You made your bed. You're laying it, mm. and I ain't playing no it's games. A very uncomfortable straw bed. With what? no blanket to cover ourselves with. And you land next to the manger <laughs> by the pigs. You play it make you want to. I'm calling the people. Mm. Yep. Gotta get, gotta get out of there. You gotta deuce. Or kick her out. <laughs> uh, when you try to kick her out, she probably trying to take him out. Know what mm. you gotta do? Whenever she come running at you like a maniac, just sidestep her and clip her. <laughs> sidestep and clip her and shut I the door. I change the lock so far. Yeah, you got to. You know, she's going to come and try to use No, he locked me out. She's going to try to try every key. She's going to throw bricks through the window. She could. Yeah. That's why you call the cops. Yep. But, <laughs> so we got our uh, next segment is the gentleman code. We discuss something that a gentleman should understand and we give our take on the subject. Mm-hmm. And we might give stories, examples, or et cetera. So, uh, Today's gentleman goal is never be afraid to assert yourself. And I think the thing about being a gentleman is being able to stand up for yourself is important. Being a man, like sometimes you get in situations where you don't know what to do. Right. right? You feel you might have a boss who wants you to do extra work and you feel like it's unfair. He's not paying you or you might have somebody in your life who keeps taking advantage of you. Right. Like, I don't know what to do. But you can't be afraid to assert yourself because when people see weakness, they continue to, to treat you as such. Right. Hmm. You know, I could give an example of when I used to work at Lowe's and um, this was ooh, 2014 and um, I had a supervisor and I had just got a job working as the salesperson in the millworks department. I was previously on the weekend team. I worked three days a week, but I worked so hard. I was able to move up in a couple of months to get a full time salesperson job. And the guy tried to overwork me because he felt like I owed him a favor because he gave me a salesperson job. And I had to let him know. I said, hold on, man. Let me tell you something. That's not my job. I'm doing, I have to take care of my department first. You're trying to overwork me. You're trying to run a skeleton crew and overwork me. And salesmen used to get out closing. We used to work to 930. We didn't work any later than that. Everybody else worked to 11. But salesmen, our job was right. done. You need 30 minutes to clean up, but I used to clean up. Oh, since you're done, go and no, 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 no. Sir, I'm off the clock. I'm your boss. That's exactly what he told me. I said, no, no, no. You're not my boss. You're my supervisor. I don't have a boss. And I told him like that, <laughs> I don't have a boss. You're my supervisor. Oh, man, I didn't mean to offend. Well, I am offended. I don't have a boss, okay? He's talking like we're on right. a slave plantation. I don't have a boss. You're my supervisor, and I respect you as long as you show me respect. And right now, you're not showing me respect. I asserted myself, and he never played with me in that way again. Hmm. 
Yeah, and you know what the thing is too, though. Uh, sometimes people don't understand the difference between asserting yourself and uh, you know aggression. Mm-hmm. People confuse that a lot of times. And I used to teach um, life skills to um, elementary uh, elementary school kids and uh, middle school and high school. And that's one thing I was taught about a lot because you know really we really had to teach a lot of kids to stand up for themselves who get bullied. So you know, so I'm gonna tell you the difference now. The difference between being assertive and aggressive is being assertive is really just standing up for yourself in a firm voice, not you know, not overreaching for respect and not really raising your voice or yelling. And being aggressive, you can actually disrespect somebody in the process of saying what you have to say. I mean, I mean it, that's actually the definition of being aggressive. I mean, aggressive. You're going to disrespect somebody while being aggressive. So you know, you need to be assertive, and you you know, you feel uncomfortable about what somebody's doing to you, how they're treating you. You know, I know it might be uncomfortable, even if it's not something you're used to doing, because as a, as a, when I was a kid, you know, believe it or not, I was pretty shy and stuff like that. But, you know, um, I was one of those people who didn't really always assert myself and had to learn. You know, you just have to tell people, look, I don't like the way you're talking to me. And if you continue to talk to me like this, I'm just not going to deal with you. You know, and you just have to be not be afraid. And, and like I said, I know it's uncomfortable to make that first leap and be assertive and say what you have to say. But I promise you, if you put it like that. And you and, and and people understand that you mean what you say, and you have to you also have to follow those words with actions because if you don't have actions to match those words when you're being assertive, it's going to happen again. It's going to continue to happen, and you will not see the results that you want. So be assertive. Say what you have to say. I don't appreciate you talking to me like this. If you want to deal with me, this is how we deal with me. This is the kind of this is how I like to be talked to. This is how I like to, how I like to be handled. And if you cannot do that. I'm not going to deal with you, you know? So, you know, it's going to be hard to jump off that uh, that diving board that's uh, 200 feet in the air, you know, mm-hmm. but you got to get them diving that water, get them toes wet, and then say what you have to say. And in the end, you'll be happier, happier. Five years down the road, you'll look down the road and see people treat you a lot differently because you look at yourself differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, for me, uh, I'm really laid back, but I'm the type of person that if I feel like you're trying me, I will put my foot down. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not gonna say I, you know, I, I do it a lot, but cause I'm, you know, I you let, really I don't let, have altercations. Like, I let a lot of things slide, you know, but when you I shouldn't. get, I, I do, I just, cause I, sometimes I feel like some things you just don't battles. need, right, some things don't need responses. Mm-hmm. You know, I just feel like, okay, you're just being ignorant, so I'm just like long slide. text from females with all that stuff that you gotta think oh, about. Uh, it's man, best not to answer Right, I just like, oh. two options, either I say okay or I say nothing. That's it. <laughs> I'm reading this out. You know what I'm gonna tell you? You know what? If okay. I gotta think about two different options. That's cool. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> okay, that's cool. But yeah, I mean, I, I I I've asserted myself on some occasions. I can't pinpoint them right now. But yeah, I, I sometimes when I feel like things need to be addressed. I will address it. Mm-hmm. But a lot of things I just let it go because I feel like you know sometimes mm-hmm. you you don't want to waste your breath on certain are you, certain people. Are you mad when you're asserting yourself? In some cases, yeah. I know you are. I yeah, just don't do it. Huh? No, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't most be. of the time, yeah, because I'm not, I'm not usually angry. Mm. Not really. So when you get angry, you get, yeah, but you, you, you do want to work on, like, when you're asserting yourself, not uh-huh. being mad, because then oh, that, yeah, no. that asserting could turn it to aggression. Then it turns to disrespect. Now y'all hate each other. Mm. Now y'all beef. You can assert yourself in a way and, and maintain a power perspective. I can say that most of the times when I've asserted myself is because I wanted to get a point across. You know, that's most of the time. Like, if mm. I feel like somebody's not understanding what I'm saying, yeah. or you're not, you know, respecting my mind on a certain subject, or if I'm trying to, you know, let you know what, you know, what something is, and you're like, you're just stuck in your mind, I'll be like, look, this is, dude, I try to, that's pretty much when I try to mm. insert myself. Yeah, and on other type of situations, I just let, okay. I, I don't feel like a lot of I things. You don't like altercation. Yeah, I don't. I don't. So I just let stuff slide, you know. This, okay. It don't bother me. A lot of people say, I can't let it slide. I can't let it slide. Well, why not? Like, what? Yes. what is it that is there, is something going to happen if you don't let, if you let it gonna slide? Are you going to die? Right. I, I I understand what you're saying, you know. I mean, of course, but I, I I never want somebody to feel like they got one up on me or they got over on me. See, that's the thing. I don't – you can feel that Not, way. I, I know you don't, but if yeah. that's how you feel, then – I ain't got nothing because, to do with that because I'm going to still do what I did. I'm going to still be who I am regardless of how you feel about me. I just know what my dad told me. One thing we was kids. If you let somebody disrespect you, when see, you have a kids and you become an adult, they're going to disrespect you in front of your family. So guess thing. what? That's the thing. When you get out of line, I'm putting you in your place exactly. ASAP. And see, yeah. that's the thing. That's the thing. They may think they got that upper hand on me, but once they, at next time if they come across me and they try to overstep that boundary, they going to see. 
<laughs> you feel me? Cut it off the first time, player. <laughs> I'm telling you, no, I'm just like, look, you can try, look, do what you do, yeah, look, but don't try me twice. That's all I'm gonna say. That's it. Okay. All right. Well, you know, teach his own. We about to roll into the last segment of the day. The gentleman's opinion. It's a doozy. We discuss either social media videos or well-known hot-button topics, and mm. we give our take on them. Yeah, yeah. And today we, we have a clip about something similar to what my man was going through earlier about should a man hit a woman. Mm. And so that's basically what it is. So, and you know, yeah, being a gentleman, not to cut you off, sorry about that. Well, that's you know, cool. You, you know, they, they would say that you don't put your hands on a woman. And for the record, I never hit. I never put my hands on a woman. Also, we did say at the very beginning of the very first episode that this is not typically the layout of a gender, the, the definition of what the society calls gender. We're a different type of gentleman. We don't. <laughs> so, I, I said we believe in beating women. I was letting y'all know we ain't the regular gentlemen. So I did, I did see JJ throw his coat over a puddle the other day. <laughs> I don't own no coats. Yeah, <laughs> shining armor, huh, sir? Yeah. All right, let me sure. go ahead and play this clip. It's some people being interviewed. From a show, and uh, they just uh, were madam on the street, and she interviewing men, couples, and individuals asking what they think should men hit a woman. So I'm gonna play this for y'all. Absolutely not at all, for no reason. Um, I don't think it's right to hit a woman at all. I believe it's not right for a man to hit a woman at all, but I believe it's right for a man to smack a bitch. <laughs> 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 about that. Why do you say that? Um, because a woman is a respectful female, someone that's you know that act right in all the place that can do what she can do, but uh, a bitch is like. A female that just wants to tear things up, that just wants to do the wrong thing and bring other people down. No, <laughs> men who hit women are cowards. They should be, you know, dealt with as such. Men who mm. abuse women are overly aggressive to women, sexually abuse women, rape women, should be dealt with with the harshest penalties. That's not okay in any kind of culture or any kind of way. What if she... Mm. So there you have it. Most people are saying no. Well, let's see. What, what he said. What if? Finish the clip. He said, "What if?" What, she was oh. like, "What if?" He, I guess she's gonna say, "What if she yeah. hit him?" Yeah. What right. if she hit him? Nobody should be hitting anybody. Everybody should just keep the hands to yourself. Like, I, I like no, that. Even if that situation, no. Right. Oh. Him. Oh no. Okay. They cut the clip off. <laughs> he said, "Still never." He ain't say never. He said, "Never." Word to mother. Never. Ever. Never. The woman is hitting a man. Do you think he's, you know, is it his right like to hit her back? What they said. To extend, maybe shake her. Then a bit shook. Shake her. That's from New York. That's up in New York, huh? It's not okay for women to hit men either. Um, it's not, I mean, it's just not okay to take things there. There's not proper emotional management. And if you're in a relationship, yeah. that's not the way you handle things. She's hitting him. So you leave. You either restrain her or you leave. Get up and walk away. So wait, wait. So you, it's crazy how in a lot of situations, women are supposed to be like uh, these. Um, emotionally in, intact in touch people. creatures. Like they always say, women mature much faster than. When they get out and act like psychos. And, yeah. and you expect a man who's less emotionally mature to then refrain himself after the woman popping upside his head. And and the thing is, women don't understand in man world that whenever you are undersized, you stay in your dang on place. Yep. When, <laughs> and, like, that's the thing. Women should respect the physical differences that exist between us. And they don't. Because society dictates that men should never hit a woman under any circumstances. I've never hit a woman. I never punched a woman like I punched a man. I've never choked a woman like I choked. Like, I just can't bring myself to do yeah, it. Yeah, I don't. But I don't want a woman hitting me, you know what I mean? Because one day could be the day where, what? you know, I go into I go into Hulk Smasher. Boom, boom, boom. And then they going to be like, you know, poor man. I'm going to be like my man, you know, my man Thomas and Hulk Smasher because he can't take no more, you know what I mean? I can't yeah. take this no more. You're about to get a real, real big wretchy. <laughs> but, you know, with all seriousness, man, I, I don't think, I think those are toxic relationships. That's the real yeah, toxic toxicity. I think people throw the word toxic around for anything. Yeah. But I think that's real deal toxic for a woman to feel like she should be able to hit on a man. Like, that's telling me that you're using that the, the lead way men are giving you society, trying to give women that respect, that love, and that and you care. you taking advantage of it. you taking advantage of it, and that's sick, you know? You know, and I've, I've been seeing men six. Now I was talking about this post the other day. It's like women from New Orleans are beautiful, or Louisiana are beautiful, but they beat their boyfriends. Yeah, I wish. I saw that. I wish. Say, no, I don't wish, but I'm saying, hey, don't yeah. play with me like that. Prison ain't don't, fine with the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> don't put your hands on me. We're going to have a real problem. Do mm. never, never, ever, ever. You know what I'm saying? I don't. 
I'm not a violent person. You know what I'm saying? I don't put my hands on women. I don't handle women the same way I handle men. You know what I'm saying? That's just not going to happen. But when I get mad and I'm in a situation that I have to defend myself, I can't say, well, I'm hitting a woman, so I'm just going to hit her soft and I'm hitting a man, I'm hitting her soft. Aggression is aggression. So I try to stay away from those kind of people in a situation that have me being caught up like that. Because mm-hmm. again, like I said, I'm not a violent person, but I don't want to have to be in that kind of predicament because I chose to be around a woman or with women who are potentially put their hands on me, you know? Mm-hmm. And I mean... I ain't gonna lie. I, the guy who said, uh, you know, who, who <laughs> the one guy on that agreed with hitting women. Some women got. I mean, I ain't gonna be the one to do it. But some of them out of control. They, you know, picking up weapons and hitting you with stuff. And you know, I seen a guy in a car with his woman one time, and he's driving the videos on YouTube, and she just punching the man all in the head and all kind of stuff. And it's like, you know, he get out the car, he running. She chasing a man in the car and all kinds of stuff. He had to call his friends running down the street oh, yeah, and jump in the car, the car and they peeled out. Like, come on, I wouldn't like, come on, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, 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 so women like her, somebody got a two-piece, huh? Because yeah. she like, she don't understand you need to sit down somewhere. Because like Peyton said, the physical difference between men. Look, when men have problems, we're going to fight. It's just that simple. Men get violent. But when it comes to women, now it's like, oh, society say I can't hit her, so now she about to wild out. Mm-hmm. Hey, don't come in my face with that because I'm going to push the buttons right back and I'm going to call the police and they're going to come lock you behind up. <laughs> it's that simple. And every time we talk about a topic like this, I'm going to let you know I'm calling the police. So just in case you <laughs> think about doing something, you can look at every episode and say, man, that boy, JJ going to call the police or man, better not play with them because I will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Got to pull on speed dial. Six nine ain't calling the police. He going to two-piece um, I ain't gonna say all that. You gonna hit him all six foot nine inches of uh, thunder. No. You know, you got a seven foot wingspan. You gonna hit him like Dowsing off Street Fighter. I'll say like your girl said. You, you <laughs> hit him just. I ain't gonna say hit him, but you gotta like you say her. assert yourself, bro. Like you gonna shake her, g- grab her, let her know. Look. I can I can easily overpower you. And she's gonna kick out. you in your nuts. Yep. I'm long. Then I what? can hold the way out here. So <laughs> yeah, you lucky. He's gonna hit with the longest two piece ever. You'll never get never get too Extra close. Extra gravy. You know what you gotta close. do? Either that or turn sideways and look. Nah, when she come wild like that, you just get the thickest pillow you got and just hit her and hit her inside. <laughs> she's she gonna she get a concussion. Hey, she gonna get it from a pillow? Hey, man. She gonna you, you, you gotta you rise. Can... A lot of women be small. Yeah, women yeah, like do, compared yeah. to men. Bro. And that be the ones. And that yeah. be the ones. And, a little bit and of ones. That's the thing, bro. So even if you don't want a pillow, I was just joking, y'all. You know, the pillow <laughs> you like fall to, fly to the glad to the nightstand and bust her head over the oh, die. Die. Oh, then you going to jail for life mm, nah, for murder nah, with a pillow. Nah, nah. <laughs> that was y'all suggestion. Don't put that on me. Hold on. Y'all try to do it. No, don't put that on me. Now you trying to avoid on so I felt like telling you get a pillow the right thing. You gotta. You know. A guy told me that, uh, you know, he when I was driving Lyft and he, he was talking about, I know he was this pacifist feminist man and he was a woman ally and he was just so, I believe that the, it was a white guy. He's like, I believe the black woman is the most powerful person on earth and white men are so weak. I'm like, you disgust me. <laughs> First of all. And then he told me a story about he called his girlfriend cheating and she slapped him. I'm like, see, that's the problem. You too so What? Mm. And they say, you know, I had another friend, you know, we, we were waiting for another a lift one time and he didn't move fast enough. His girlfriend cracked the bottle over his head. Oh. I'm like, where are you finding these women? I never. Exactly. Straight bar fight him. Damn. You know, and then he said, I had to go and beat the guy up because he was abusing her. I'm like, you know what? You should have stayed out of that. You should have let her learn a lesson, you know, <laughs> but there you go, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, any um, last remarks? Yeah. Um, yeah. I like to say that um, I am enjoying doing this podcast because, you know, we've been been able to help people touch different lives and also expose the world to other people who are doing good things in the community, you know, and hopefully help their business grow, help whatever they're doing, like Joe help his mm-hmm. philanthropy yes, go and people, more people might donate, you know. So I'm, I'm enjoying it. Looking forward to hearing some, from uh, some more of you uh, yeah. people out there in uh, YouTube world. Gents. iTunes world, Facebook Gents world, world, Facebook, social media, everybody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I appreciate y'all, the people that are supporting us. I really appreciate right, that. Right, yeah, I definitely appreciate it. I have, I've gotten phone calls where people say they, you know, keep it up. They, you know, they, they mm. enjoy it. They, uh, they think it's something that's needed. Like if yeah. you were saying you want to change the narrative. Change the narrative, baby. And, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely needed because like we said, first episode, men, some men don't have these conversations. Yeah. You know, and for the people who do send us these questions, 
you know, it makes makes me, uh, you know, feel pretty good that we we're able to that they want to reach out to us. Mm-hmm. Right? Like my man Rob okay. from Cali, you know, right? You want to reach out to us in the hood. They don't mm-hmm. have nobody to right, like, and also yeah. Thomas, like, who he can't just go to anybody mm-hmm. and talk to him about yeah, you know, what's going on, right. right? Right, so hey, and then some people might not be able to afford counseling, yeah, you know, right. so so they can talk know. to us, and right. we have master degrees in psychology. There you go, you have your experiences. We could let them, you know, we ain't giving them advice. Right. We can't I'm help get, them. Out. I'm getting counseled. You know what I'm saying? Just, <laughs> just don't don't bill me. <laughs> oh, it's in the mail already. I want a hundred dollars worth of food stamps. Seven fifteen G G. Fifteen G Fifteen G. Yeah, I, I like to say, uh, you know, um, I really enjoy doing the podcast. I love being able to uh, give my ideas out, man. I've been making, working hard on the videos on the uh, Patreon as well. I really want you guys to check it out. You know, what I'm saying it's a little different. You know, it's a little more raw. It's really very well made and uh, it's some real deal information, man. It's going to teach you how to deal with women. That's the first video series. It's six videos, you know, right now I'm going to go a week at a time and I want you guys to check it out. But, uh, you know, shout out to my line brothers. I don't know why, but just shout out, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we all live in the same area, but shout out to my oh, line well, brothers. Shout out to mine too. Shout out to the noobs. I ain't in a fraternity, but yo to the noobs. I ain't really got nobody I want to shout out. <laughs> shout out to cheer, shout out to cheer squad. Nah, bro, I ain't shout nobody out. <laughs> I, I mean, cheer fire, cheer. Nah, shout right. right. I'm shout myself out for being a fantastic <laughs> black so man selfish. and losing weight. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna shout out my trainer, bro, because he really been motivating me. There you go. You know what I'm saying? For real, he work out with me. There Some trainers just talk to you and just point and be like, "Do this." Yeah. He do. He does it with us. So you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Shout out to Stanley. You know what I'm saying? Uplifting fitness. Build a profit on social media on Faith on not Facebook on Instagram V E A L D A P R O P H E T. I'm be posting some stuff on my stories. You gonna see? I'm gonna share it on here. Watch me work out or watch me get on. You did. Yo yeah. to the noobs. Yes, sir. As always. All right. Um, remember to follow us on all social media platforms at ghb.podcast on IG, Facebook, and Patreon. Yeah. Uh, and always remember. A gentleman has character, intelligence, intelligence, strength, and style.